and welcome back to another episode of Chilling with Ivana, and I'm your hostess, Ivana. Today I'm going to be giving you 15 pieces of relationship advice, but before I do, I do want to say that, first of all, these relationship advice, um, re- advices, can I, can I make that plural? I'm going to make it plural. These are relationship advices um, will apply to all types of relationships. So it can be a romantic relationship, a familial relationship, or a friendship. Just to give you a heads up. And uh, just to give a bit of advice about myself, I have read over um, 16 books about relationships. I come from a very dysfunctional family home, and you, when you're in a place like that, you want to learn how to do the opposite if you want to have a good outcome. So... I've been studying all I can about relationships. I love relationships, and I'm learning how to be good at them myself. So I'm not in anyone perfect. However, I do want to share 15 chunks of wisdom that I got from many places, including books, YouTube, Google, and, of course, personal experience. So here we go. Number one, I say never assume. Ask why first. Rather than, um, this is a piece of advice I got from someone very close to me. And I said, if you could tell, if you could say anything about relationships, it would, what would it be? And she said to say, never assume that you know what's going on. Always ask questions first. Well, she didn't say that part. But um, another person I know is more likely to ask why first. So that's that. Number two is just be 5% better than most other people at what you do. All you have to do is be 5% better. And I got that from Matthew Hussey when he was talking about um, how women, all they have to do is 5% more. That's all you have to do. And if you can just do that little 5%, for example, I like to run, and I run in the mornings or in the afternoons if I'm able to get a, get a run in. That's all I have to do. Just 20 minutes running, that's all I have to do. 5% better than most you know, you got something working for you there. Just 5%. Number three, everyone is imperfect. Put no one on a pedestal. So, um, a piece of advice that Julian gave from Julian himself on YouTube, he said to imagine the person that you want to talk to is uh, pooping on the toilet and just full-on diarrhea. You will not be sitting there thinking how glorious they are in that moment. So, just one way to kind of take people off of their pedestal. Imagine that they they have diarrhea. So everyone is imperfect. We all do it. That's number three. Number four, if you don't know how to do something, i.e. forgive, Google and look up resources until you can. And I put hashtag growth. Like I said, I'm not good at relationships yet in the way that I would like to be. I don't want to emphasize yet. Um... But other people are, and I'm asking, and I'm Googling, I'm getting advice from other people, I'm observing, I'm doing all of these things, and I'm getting to find out what it's like to be in a healthy relationship. So you can do it as well, just make sure you keep on looking until you find it. And also the reverse works, Um, you can also Google stuff on how to make sure you're in, for example, how to avoid a narcissist. Um, You can look up stuff like that, too. Number five, learn how to build bridges. Now, this I got from astrology. The sign of Libra is the sign of relationships there, uh, traditionally speaking. All types of relationships, business relationships, family, romantic, friendships. And they learn how to build bridges 
the energy of Libra is very bridge building energy. So it's the, le learning how to see both sides of the equation. That way you can predict how to make your next move because you've got a good idea where they're going to make their move. And if you can do that, then you can, you can figure out some commonality between some people and build bridges that way. Number six, I have never take people for granted. Surprise them with little appreciation gifts. So this I got from the book on how geishas actually worked or used to work and little things that they would do just to be you know in the top ranks of the geisha world giving out little gifts is a uh, very popular in japanese culture i actually received a box of snacks sweet snacks um, when i was younger from a girl who was japanese and no one had ever done anything like that for me before and it left such a lasting impression that i kept the little baggies of treats for years um, I got rid of them, I think, just this past year. But even if it's as simple as giving someone a Hershey kiss with a little handwritten note, that that works just as easily. So, most of... Uh, oh, sorry. Anything to do to show some appreciation. But number seven. Most of your issues stem from childhood, so deal with it and be better. Uh, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. We learn from our parents or our guardians how to have our first relationship. And if you're lucky enough to have had a secure attachment, congratulations. I think the family that I'm staying with had a very secure attachment. Um, unfortunately, mine was not that way. So I'm looking to them on as to how to better myself uh, relationally. But no matter where you are, if you're having a problem, check in childhood and see if maybe there's something from that. So... Deal with it if it is, if you want to continue to have healthier relationships. Number eight, I have, if you're crazy like me, seek some help to get a better perspective. It will save you time looking for a partner. So, so what I mean by that is I have done things in my past that have been category A, type A, crazy. Um, but I realized that there's more to it than just me being crazy, and I had to look to some counseling. I googled a lot. I, I basically threw myself into a world of learning other perspectives about my own behavior and how I can change it. So, if you're kind of what one would categorize as crazy, just know that there's hope for you. Don't worry, you don't have to you don't have to stay crazy forever. Um what I mean by saving time it'll save you time to get a better perspective is once you know how to better cultivate yourself and you learn all your personal triggers, um assuming that you're going to a counselor or a therapist to kind of uh give you that feedback. Once you learn what you're doing, it's like a release and a breath of fresh air and you can move on to the next relationship and not be so crazy. We all know what crazy means. <laughs> and I'm not shading anybody. I'm, I've been there too and I'm still in chunks and pieces. I'm still there and I'm learning right with you. So, number nine. Forgive yourself if you are the crazy one. Recognize it and do better next time. Most importantly, ask yourself why you are that way like a best friend would. So, we don't always have access to therapists and um, counselors, or, or even if we do have access to it, we don't always have the time. So I would suggest maybe journaling or 
talking to yourself a bit and kind of trying to figure out why it is that in a way that in the fashion that a best friend would or you can talk to your best friend and just kind of figure it out um again getting a different perspective also just learning how to was it what's the saying teach an old dog new tricks that's basically what you what you'll be doing it just recognize it and do better next time so number 10 if you are on the receiving end of crazy please understand them please understand said crazy person but do not do not condone them uh, we don't want to sit around and have anybody believing that something is the way it's supposed to be when it's not that case. But we do also want to add an element of understanding. That's all I'm asking for. But you do what you want to do because I can only imagine how terrifying it might be to be on the end of someone's either stalking or they're just crazy antics, whatever the case may be. I've been fortunate enough to not be on the full end of it, so... Just have have mercy. Have mercy. I'll put it like that. Next, moving on to number 11. Deep down, we all know that the man is supposed to chase the woman. Unless he's a unicorn, if he ain't chasing, he don't like you. So stop wasting your time with him, sis, and go wait for another one. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, also... Masculines chase feminine for other types of relationships. So if you're outside of the heteronormative paradigm, you can replace the word man with masculine and the word f- woman with feminine. So whatever the case, whatever the case may be, the point is the men chase the women, not the other way around. And if he's not chasing you, it's very difficult to say that he likes you. Oh, but what if he's shy? Or what if I go and chase him? You can do that, but it will not have the same effect because... I believe that relationships fare better, best when it is the man who chases the woman. A woman can make her presence known and can go in, in her own feminine way. She can make it so that he pursues her. But she should not do the chasing. For example, the old way that people, women used to drop their handkerchief and then a man would follow. In that way, um, you might want to ask a man a question or ask him for some advice. And that's another way to make him chase you instead, but you're doing it in a feminine way. So don't worry, not all hope is lost. You can still do it your own way, but I believe that it's the man that should be chasing first. And we all, can, we all I think, kind of see it, and we can tell the difference. So, But number 12, to going to the guys. <laughs> you might get away with a second try of hitting on a girl. But if a girl is obviously uncomfortable, give her space and move on, Tiger. Can't I can't stress this enough. Yes, the man should um, go after you, but if the girl is feeling afraid or scared, sometimes even for her life, you need to back up. And it's not to say that you're a bad guy per se. It's just that you're reading the cues improperly. Back up, find another girl, or just wait and give her some time. Because you have no idea what her situation is, so... And again, you can still use masculine for guys and feminine for them. So if you are a lesbian couple or a gay couple, whoever is the most masculine, back up. If you see that the feminine person is kind of feeling uncomfortable. So just so that we're all on the same page, I want everybody to stay safe. Okay, next, number 13. 
Never be afraid to walk away and hold on to your integrity. But if you re- if you really care still, never be afraid to hold on. Just allow yourself the proper space. Hashtag never settle. So basically what I mean by that is sometimes you need to walk away. Sometimes you need to break up. And stay broken up and remember the reasons why you broke up. But if you do still have it in your heart that you know that you want to come back back together again, it's okay to hold on to that. And it may happen. But just hold, just take some time off in the meantime and figure yourself out in your needs and your wants. What do you like and dislike? Kind of going back to the simple elements of the whole thing. Work it out from there. Okay. Number 14, bonding over deep, dark things, including stories and sex, can keep couples and friends together longer, so don't try to be perfect right off the bat. Do your do be your best self, though. So what I mean by that is there's tons of ways that you can bond with people. You don't have to be perfect. You don't bond by being perfect little me, little miss. You bond by crazy stuff through sex. You bond by telling crazy stories that maybe someone's never heard. Or maybe they have heard it, but you tell a different element, a different angle about it. It it still holds its meaning. And don't be afraid to show your darker side, too. That is um, what I mean by don't try to be perfect right off the bat. Okay? So... That's what I have for that. Um, although, do be your best self. Keep that in mind. And, me, and that just means don't be an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like to cuss, but that's basically what that means. Number 15. In the end, all you've got is yourself, so keep your number one happy at all costs through every relationship. Relationships with friends, family. Uh, loved one, uh, significant other. Keep number one happy all at all times. How can people love you if there's no you to love? The best relationship you need to constantly cultivate is the one with yourself. So, so there's life is going to have ups and downs, and you're going to have everybody, family, friends, even your loved one. They might all leave you at some point, and if they do, you have to be able to say to yourself that you're strong enough within yourself to be okay in that loneliness and in that um, alone time. So that's all I'm saying. Just kind of cultivate that. And no matter what, keep yourself happy. Don't try to keep relationships in your life just for the fear of being lonely. Sorry, I'm like getting kind of tired. (laughs) That's the whole point. Um, So yeah. Keep number one, number one at all times. Number 16, this was a bonus one that I added If for those quote-unquote crazies. If you are crazy and you want to really write that email, that text message, or that long um, letter, wait one whole day and sleep on it before you decide to send that out because you don't know what impact it can have. I've done that many a time and I realized how effed up it was because I would either be really mean or I'd be really angry or I'd be mean and angry. So just a heads up, sleep on it and decide what you, 
decide if it's something that you really want to do by the in the next morning, but not right away, not now. So, enough of my ramblings. I hope that you enjoyed all of my pieces of relationship as advice. Oh my God, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> yes, and you know how I say, you know how I do. Whatever the case may be, love, peace, and hair grease.